raise your hands before the Lord. Put your hearts there where you raised them. Father, we submit ourselves to you, remembering that you are the one who gives us ears to hear, eyes to see, feet to run, the Spirit of God to obey. Give that to us today as we embark upon a new journey, a fresh journey of following you differently. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a seat. Um, make sure that you're here. Make sure that you're here next that's the H on that. <laughs> Make sure that you're here this in, uh, next week. You know, it would be dope uh, for you to bring someone next weekend because people need to know just how wonderful you are. And those of you who are online, uh, I'd really love to invite you to come to the building next week for a little fun. Now, how many of y'all know we need to have some fun? And uh, next week is going to be awesome. We're gonna we're gonna have a, an abbreviated service. Uh, it's gonna be it's not gonna be long, but it's gonna be strong. And then we're going to go in the courtyard and have some food together. And we are going to play some games. And we're gonna be here just for a couple of hours and hang out with each other. Is that all right? And so I'd really love for you to not only just come yourself but also bring somebody because somebody, turn to somebody, point them. I know your mama told you not to point, but point somebody. Look was square in their face and say, somebody needs, somebody needs to know how wonderful you are. And it's gonna be an awesome Sunday. I look forward to it, it's gonna be great. Just a little bit of fun. Listen, it's gonna be, what is it, Memorial Day? It's Memorial Day. Uh, I'll, uh, we want to see uh, your best uh, red, white, and blue. I don't, I, I don't care what most people say about America, but I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to... Proud, proud to be an American. This is a great nation founded upon great principles. Though we must remember and go back to those principles. Let's help everybody remember that. That good? Uh, so uh, I'd love to see your best red, white, and blue next week. How about that? And uh, let's, see, let's see how you do. Um, and uh, that's what we're going to do next weekend. It's going to be awesome. Say it again, Poppy. Yeah, we're going to be outside a little bit. I'd love to see you just like we're, we're going outside. Now listen, I don't, I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't want to see TNA. Do you know what TNA is? I'm going to keep it right there. You understand? <laughs> All right, I don't want to see T and A, all right? But I want us, want us to go comfortable like we're gonna hang out outside. We got some stuff for the kids and everything. It's gonna be lots of fun, all right? So that's gonna be good. All right, um, uh, get me ready, Ken. Uh, this message goes out to those of us who have always known that there's something greater. This message goes out to those of us who have always known that there's something more. This goes out to those of us who have been a little bit frustrated about the way things are. 
with ourselves, that is. I'm not talking about you being specifically frustrated with me or your outside circumstances. I'm talking about frustrated with yourself. Because you know that more should come from you. Um, I've got a bit of an answer this week. Uh, let's check this out. Do you really read the same book every day? Without fail. Will you read some to me? Please. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures, leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. That's beautiful. You like that? Did you write that? Yes, I did. Really? No. <laughs> no. Ah, that was around a long time before you and I got here, that's for sure. Um, what did you mean when you said it's not just any book? It's the only one. After the war, people made it their business to find and destroy any that the fires didn't get already. Some people said this was the reason for the war in the first place. Anyway, it's the only one that survived. How'd you get it? They said that the war Tore a hole in the sky. You probably heard the stories. Yeah. Tore a hole in the sky. Sun came down and burned everything. Everything and everybody. You were lucky to hole up and hide in a place like this or underground. Most people weren't lucky. So, a year later, we started coming out. And we, People wandered around, not knowing what I was going to do, trying to find a place to survive. One day, I heard a voice. It's hard to explain, but it was like it, like it was coming from inside of me. But I could hear it as, as clear as I could hear you talking to me now. What did this voice say? It led me to a place where I found the book, buried under some rubble. The voice told me to carry the book out west. It told me that a path 
path would be laid out for me, that I'd be led to a place where the book was safe. Told me that I'd be protected against anyone or anything that stood in my path. I've been walking ever since. And you did all that because a voice in your head told you to? Yes, I did. I know what I heard. I know what I hear. I know I'm not crazy. And I know I would have never made it without help. What's that? One question too many. <laughs> I like the way how many times he said, I know, I know what I heard, I know what I hear, I know I'm not crazy, and I know that this thing works. Man, it's so interesting. Um, I don't know if it's proper to say, but I just kind of want to be a little bit vulnerable and say, I don't know what the ham fat I'm going to do today. <laughs> uh, it's so funny, I, I was thinking about this last night, had an idea, and uh, then I started listening to my bishop. Uh, and it just kind of messed me up a little bit. So uh, let's go on an adventure this morning. Is that all right? John chapter 9, verse 1. I think I'm just going to read through verse 4. John chapter 9, verse 1 through 4. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Just kind of like the way it feels. It says, as Jesus was walking along. Man, so many things. I, it's so funny how I love the word of God. I just, you know how I love it. Anyway, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, his disciples asked him, why has this man, why was this man born blind? Was it because his own sins or his parents' sins? Because back then they believed that you had an affliction, especially if you were born with it, then you were cursed. It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. We must go quickly and carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. The night is coming. and Then no one can work. Then he spit in the ground. Some of y'all would have been done right there. But you was blind, so you ain't know. He heard it, right, heard it hit the ground. Oh, my God, I can stop right there and talk about it, but I ain't going to do it. I'm going to do it. I ain't going to let, listen, I'm the only one that can talk about y'all let nobody else do it. He spit in the ground, made mud with his saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, Go wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. Check this out. Siloam means scent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing his neighbors and others who knew him as a blind beggar asked each other, ain't that the man who used to be sitting on the side of the road? And they said, some said, he was, and others said, no, it looks like him, but that ain't him. Ain't that what the Bible said right there? But the, but, uh, but the beggar kept saying, yes, I am. I'm the one. It's me. They asked, well, who 
held you? What happened? He told them, it was this man named Jesus. Spit in the ground, spread the mud over my eyes, and he sent me to a pool, said, wash yourself, and now I can see. This one goes out to those of you who know more is out there. Greater is possible. You know that, that th there's something inside of you calling to the deep of who you are, begging you to come on an adventure. But you've been incapable because you have been blind. You have not been able to see. And whether that sight I see in this verse, I ain't gonna be long, but I promise you it'll be strong. I'm almost done. Whether that sight that you, whether you can't see because of something you felt like you were born with, like an impediment or, 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 or a handicap, or, or, or a personality deficit, or, 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 or just that you felt like you grew up uh, and you were raised by people who didn't know. Or, or maybe you, you, you feel like it was just something missing in my upbringing and you, were in, you felt incapable of getting across that line. Talking to those of you who may feel like, man, if I just would have had Bishop and Lady Carolyn as my parents. Talking to those of you also, they asked if, if he was blind, not just because of his parents, or was he blind because of his own sins? Maybe it's your blindness is there because of your own decisions. The consequences of mistakes, dumb decisions. Anybody ever made a dumb decision? Anybody suffering still from the dumb decision? Have mercy on us all. It's so interesting how consequences of our dumb decisions can make us feel like we're doomed for the rest of our lives. Doomed, incapable of accomplishing God's purpose for your life. Because God had to mean more for me than this. It's got to be more than this. It's got to be. Maybe it was things that self-sabotage. Isn't that another word? Self-sabotage. Things you know you should have did or you know you should not have done that you went ahead and did anyway, or let the moment pass on by. Feeling like you're doomed to not be able to catch what you know belongs to you. Maybe you have felt counted out Everybody knows who the blind beggar is, but I don't want y'all didn't bring the blind beggar back into your house and help the blind beggar. People watching you go by, watching you fail, watching you struggle, 
And maybe you've blamed your uh, failures, your the where you are on what people have not done. And in actuality, all you have needed is for Jesus to spit in the ground. Spit is so nasty. I don't even like room temperature water. I can't do it, Regina. I can't fill my glass up with water. Fill it up. Because I don't, I don't know what it is. I know, it's, I know if T was here, she would say, <coughs> I mean, T would say, you know, don't, you know, I don't drink no cold water. That's going to do for your body and the shocking and that. Whatever. I can't drink no spit. But the DNA of Jesus is completely different. But, Lord Jesus, help me make this transition. 1 Peter 2, 8 and 9. 1 Peter 2, 8 and 9. So I'm switching, switching, uh, switching uh, modes just a little bit. I'm going to swing on over to what we can do about it. Anybody ever be just mad about, you know, you, you know it, excuse me, you know what the challenge is, but not knowing what the solution is is really frustrating, isn't it? Uh, but, but, you know, that's not the life that we live. We, we, were, we were born of a different cloth. And sometimes we concentrate on what's going wrong so much so that we forget to look at, focus on what can be done. First Peter 2, 8 and 9. It says, and he is the stone that makes people stumble, the rock that makes them fall. Man, I know you ain't like to think of Jesus like that, but Jesus stuck his foot out there just so you could trip, trip by. You know, you know, I used to do that back in the, uh, when you was in high school, you see somebody come, man. I know y'all was like this, uh, Mark and P. Y'all just stick people out, and then watch this. People fall and bust their tail. Why is that so funny? It's not funny. They stumble because they do not obey God's word. Have mercy on us. And so they meet the fate that was planned for them. But you are not like that. For you are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful, glorious, mighty, wonderful light. He, who I can't talk about enough, man, love to stop here and talk about my Frederick, but that ain't the one who I'm talking about. 
talking about my Jesus. Now, you can have some if you want to, but I'm telling y'all about my Jesus. The Bible calls him a, a, a stone that makes people stumble. The reason why you're stumbling is because, can you feel it me coming? You can't see. Can't see because of your own consequences of your own dumb decisions. Or can't see because you feel like you was born with an impediment. Felt like it was impossible. People born blind never have hope to ever see. Have mercy. Jesus is that rock upon which we stumble. And we stumble because we need to obey. I'm just looking at the scriptures. We stumble because they did not obey the word. So they meet the fate that was planned for them. Man, the, fit, the fate of those who do not see, man, is nothing but stumbling. Walking around in this life aimlessly waiting on someone to show them the way, stumbling around by accident their whole life. Some of them have hope to be something different, some of them never having hope at all, stumbling around because they cannot see. And then the, 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 the Lord throws a really huge a conjunction in that. Man, I love the English language. That conjunction is the word but. Everybody needs a little but in their life. I got 77 days. Thank you, Jesus. But that's not the but I'm talking about. Forgive me, Father. I just wanted to put that in there just a little bit. You heard that, Pippin? Just a little bit. That's not the but I'm talking about, Poppy. It's not the but I'm talking about. It's not the one I'm talking about. My, my Bible says, but, it's, it's, it does say one T, uh-huh. But you are not like that. What makes you different? Consider that this morning. What makes you different? What makes you stand out? Did you see the book of Eli? Lots of us did. Uh, if you didn't, I'm going to finish ruining it for you. And if, if you could, you should watch it. It's a really dope movie. Uh, but I like how wherever he went, the whole room changed. He wasn't doing nothing but walking, just like everybody else in all the whole movie. But when he walked, it was something else about that joker. Walking into the bar, and, and, and you know, Denzel got that stride. You know what I mean? He got that, he got that stride. You saw, him, you saw him when he found them shoes? He was like, uh, uh, right? <laughs> that thing was funny to me. When he stride himself into that bar, and inside of that bar, it was a bunch of, 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 of degenerates. Evil people. But his pad. Jackers. You know what they were hijacking? Other people's lives. He walked in the building, though. When he walked in the building, as slow as he was, because that joker had been walking for 30 years, he was walking, right? 
When he walked in the building, everything changed. What makes you sitting before here, listening to the sound of my voice today, what makes you different? It's got to be an oxymoron, something really frustrating. Knowing that greater is right outside of your reach, but at the same time knowing that you are different. Something else about you. Man, it's one of the most frustrating things in the world. But I want to remind you today that you, this is what makes you different. You are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's very own possession. But how did you become that? As a result, you show others the goodness of God for he did what? What did he do? He did what? He did what? He called you. I said before, I think I need to remind you that it's a calling because somebody has to answer. It's a calling because someone must answer. This morning, Still morning? Almost. This morning, I want to remind you that your ability to accomplish God's vision, God's purpose, God's destiny for your life rides on you answering the call. It all hinges upon you Seeing clearly who God is, who Jesus is. That stone, that if you don't fall upon it, God have mercy, it will fall upon you. But the reason of, for it is go, we go right past it in this verse, right before it says, as a result, you can show others the goodness of God and to draw them out of the darkness or their blindness. Blind people, I'm sorry, if you help being helped by a blind person, both of y'all gone. <laughs> I think it was one of the one of the one of the four that says you're gonna fly fall into a ditch when the blind is reading leading the blind. So at some point we have to make a decision to, ooh, it was said in the beginning of the story. <laughs> we must quickly carry out the task assigned to us by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. Then he spit in the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud all over the man's eyes and he said, go, wash yourself in Siloam. So the man went washed and came back seeing and his neighbors who his neighbors and others who knew him as a blind man some of y'all are ashamed of your, the consequences 
You're ashamed of the things that you didn't get because of your upbringing. But in this story, we see that it was the very thing that made him incapable was the very thing that once it changed because he began to see others that already knew who he was. Wasn't that the dude that be on the floor, on the ground? It was them that were affected by what? Who, who, who did that to you? Jesus. See, a full circle thing that just happened. From us realizing that no, something, something, this, this ain't it. Because anybody else feel like that? Am I the only one? Some, something, something, something my Uncle David said, something have happened and something got to be dead. As done, did, did before, now. But knowing that receiving Jesus, listen, I want to remind you, that did, did, I was thinking about this a couple of days. Check my theology, Poppy. The difference between Jesus and Christ is resurrection. What you think? The difference between Jesus and Christ is resurrection. <laughs> no, no, we got to have a conversation about this. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. He, he, he says they're, they're synonymous. It's so interesting, but I think that we concentrate so much on the death that we don't see that not just the resurrection, but the result of the resurrection is power that gives to us to be able to not just see, but change our very culture. Because we are surrounded by people who don't see. If Jesus' work would have been done when he got up from the grave and went to the, went to the Father. You know, so funny, mo most movies project it as him just, you know, kind of floating up in the air. I feel like it was kind of a lightning bolt that came from the ground. You know what I mean? Poof. That's kind of how I, in my mind, how I saw it. Anyway, if it would have been done at that moment, we all would have went with him. If his work would have been done, we all would have went with him. But because he left us here, it must be something that we must do. We can't accomplish that something we must do until he opens the eyes of our hearts so that we truly see who he is, why he lived, why he was buried, resurrected, and now what we must do as a result of him being that stone. This morning is for those of us who know that something is greater, something, there's something more. I must do something else, something more. I, those of us who are unsat, dissatisfied, unsatisfied, that both, those, both words? Dissatisfied? Un, unsatisfied is not a word? Whatever I say. <laughs> I'm the English major, I get it. Whatever one it is, it's those of us who know that we've got to do something else. Those of us who know that Christ has called us to greater, to more, to better. We must see, you know what, my daddy says it all the time, you can't, oh, I don't want to mention his name, you can't see it. If you don't see it, you can't be it. You cannot do beyond what you know, believe, see, in having been enlightened about your own self.
this, this morning is about you uh, receiving your sight. And finally being commissioned to go ahead and accomplish God's purpose for your life. This next four weeks, this was the, the second, we have four more weeks. We're going to be talking about the things that make you a successful believer. A successful believer. The first thing that you've got to get right is why you're here. And are you actually on the road to actually doing that? And that begins with you being able to see Christ and seeing yourself in light of what Christ did. And taking responsibility for those who will see who you were and therefore now who you are. I'm done this morning. Who of you know you know that what we have done up to now has been good, but it's not enough. You know we got to take another step. We got to run. These next four weeks is about you getting in shape. It's about you, you It was, it's about you, it's okay, uh, obeying God like what Peter said. It was about obeying the Lord that, that, that caused, when they didn't, they didn't obey is what caused them to stumble. This morning is about just a little bit of repentance. Repentance is not just about uh, uh, you're going the wrong way. Repentance is not just Stopping and acknowledging that things went wrong, that you're do, doing the wrong thing, or acknowledging that you haven't been doing it right. Repentance is not just about acknowledging that there's a different way to do it. Repentance is about doing something different. And, and, and I know that repentance has a bad connotation because you, you have to admit that you're wrong. And you have to admit that, you know, that don't really feel good when you admit that you're wrong, right? Um, but this morning, I, I hope that you see this as a safe place because repentance, the purpose of repentance is to bring you to faith about what you must do as a result of your... It's about, it's about saying, I, I, I stumbled and now I need to walk upright. This morning, those of you who know, man, there's got to be more. And whether... Whatever, I don't know, maybe I didn't even mention what it was, but you, you thought of it in your brain as to why you haven't seen yet. This morning, as we end this morning, those of us who want to acknowledge, you know what, I can't do this no more, I'm about to do something else. I, I can't, I'm about to do something else. If that's you this morning, you stand with me. I'll put myself and stand with you. We've got to do something else that we you know he would say me we have got to do something more I don't want to be blind any longer you it's a song I was thinking about uh, last day you blind you can't see you need to wear sunglasses like DMC I love it I love that you know that it's awesome <laughs> This is for those of us who know that more is, 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 is not just possible, but required. 
ready to take the orders and ready to do what we need to do. You ready to go? God have mercy on us. For those of you that are standing,